we are setting conditions for our as HR professionals across the, the Army to uh, take care of the rest of the force. Wherever you find American troops today, you'll find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the line. The Army Ordnance Corps. Welcome to another episode of the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. I'm your host, Major Javon Starnes, the PAO for 19th ESC. So as we were preparing for this episode uh, covering IPSE, I wanted to basically under- get a better understanding for myself. Uh, so I did some research. I-, I Googled it and come to find out there is a website covering IPSE. Not only is there a website, but they have a podcast specifically dedicated for IPSE. Uh, training resources. They also have YouTube videos that I watched and I wanted to make sure, you know, talking to the subject matter experts that we have with us today being Mr. Michael B. Cannon and Chief Corey Bollinger, the 19th ESC Human Resources Technicians. So as I prepare for this episode to have this dialogue with you all, um, I wanted to make sure that everything I was learning was on par and, you know, coming from the subject matter experts who are yourselves, um, if you can let our listeners know what to expect from IPSE, as well as the way forward with this design. Um, and in preparing, I learned a couple things. I learned there's an app for IPSE. I learned that you can download that app and use it on your phone, uh, whether it's Apple or a Samsung device. I also learned that the system is to help manage talent, um, save costs, whether it's in IT or pay costs, and overall be in uh, a resource to improve transparency for soldiers. Does that sound about right, gentlemen? Absolutely, absolutely, sir. Yes, so so here we are now. IPSE, the Integrated Pay and Personnel System, Army is what it stands for, is officially now live um, as of December 20th of 2022. This has been in a, a, a project that's been in the making for many years that the Army's been working on. And, it's, and as you stated, for those many reasons of why they've been working to get the system together. We are now at the point now where we are setting conditions for our, as HR professionals across the, the army to uh, take care of the rest of the force okay. in terms of their, um, their, their careers working in, in terms of personnel and pay and bringing it all together. Right. So when I was on the website and bold letters, right, mm-hmm. as soon as you get to the main portal, it says release three is live for HR professionals. Uh, can you elaborate on this for our listeners? Yes. So release uh, with the the, the IPSA system, uh, they were releasing them in um, incremental phases. So you have to release one, release two. Our release two was released to uh, our our National Guard. So they're they're actually currently using um, IPSA. So release three, um, as they continue to release uh, new updates to the system, they add new uh, functionalities within those systems. Can soldiers start using it now? And if so, how easy is it to navigate? It is tentatively scheduled to start on the 17th of January. How easy to navigate? Well, it is very easy based upon the ability to go in in, in multiple ways, whether you wanted to just do it on your, your work desktop, home desktop, or even your cell phone. Okay. It, so it's very easy to navigate. So I was talking to uh, one of the um, human resources technicians uh, yesterday, and they explained how you can submit a leave form using IPSE, um, basically from anywhere. You can check on 
um, different personnel actions. So I, I believe this is big for the community and for the soldiers at large. I, I, I think it gives access to them no matter where they are. They can see their their process of what they submitted and track it. Um, so when it comes to visibility and having something on a mobile app, I think this is huge for the way that technology is going. Um, being able to access it from your house, being able to access it no matter where you are, I think gives people that freedom, you know, because some people have kids, you know, they're out they're they want to check on something or they forgot to submit it while they were at work. So having this as a resource is huge. Um, so is this going to be anything like uh, the old system gears? You, you, you gentlemen remember that? We do. So is it going to be something like um, where you track, submit, there's an echelon that has to approve? How does it work? So the difference between IPSA and GEARS, uh, IPSA is a, a bit more intuitive uh, than GEARS. So once once a service member initiates a PAR request, uh, a personal action request, okay, um, they can submit an action on their own. So once once they submit the action, they'll be able to track that action as it flows through the process. And as it uh, moves through each of the, uh, whether it's a, a reviewer, um, intermediate approver or approver, uh, they'll receive notifications upon um, uh, each of those individuals that receive the action. So ultimately, this sounds like an interface that combines a bunch of old, um, outdated um, to transfer everything to be more modern and streamlined. Um, so if you can summarize for that person who who has never heard of IPSE, how would you break that down in the most simplest of terms for them to understand? Well, what I'd say is, this is just your overall career system. It, it's going to encompass everything. So now that you have a, a, a hold on uh, your actual career and being able to ensure that you're taking care of what you need to do now. So as we talk about um, your, your personnel services, so yes, so a par, what, what we used to use in the army was known as the DA 4187 right. to submit an action that is no longer needed because that part takes that place. Really? So we're, we're, we're working now and we're trying to, we are in the 21st century, right? Where we're getting away from paper as much. Okay. So we want to utilize this system uh, as, a, as a way to, to be able to better track, monitor, and uh, ensure in a timely manner, right. actions and requests are being taken care of. That, so that sounds like it's streamlined. Um, so if I'm a, a private, and I wanted to um, initiate a leave form, I could use IPSA for that, correct? If I wanted to, so what are the other benefits? If I wanted to submit a 4187, I would use uh, specifically IPSA for that, or what happens if I submit the form and at the same time I submit that action in IPSA? Is there going to be an overlap? Um, like for example, a leave form. If I submit a leave form on paper, and then try to submit it in IPSA, um, do you foresee any challenges with that or will it kind of circumvent each other and only allow you to be deducted the days from IPSA? So the, uh, the the entire the whole idea of IPSA is to to get away from submitting hard hard documents, okay. right? So once a, a service member submits a, an absence request because the terminology in IPSA changes too. Okay. A lot of the a lot of the uh, the terms that we're we're so accustomed through, you know, throughout the years uh, IPSA changes that language. Okay. So once a, a service member submits an absence request uh, in, inside of the system, they will no longer need a DA31. Once they submit a PAR personnel actions request, they will no, no longer need a 4187. So I should have prefaced with this earlier. Uh, Chief Bollinger and I met before I came to Korea. 
the EFMP system had just rolled out and our family was the first to kind of beta test it for Fort Bragg and there were issues. And I remember, you know, trying to get a hold of someone at the unit because I was trying to get command sponsored and I was trying to reach out to someone to help us get over here. And because the system had just rolled out, there were kinks. And what I'm alluding to is that whenever something of this magnitude rolls out, it's pretty much guaranteed to be hiccups and issues. Um, are there going to be tech support for people who have issues or like myself, I'm going to have to email, you know, um, Chief Bollinger like, hey, could you please help out with this and push it forward? Is there going to be like tech support for people who have issues with IPSA that you foresee? So now moving forward here, the intent is if you have issues with the system that you can, as a service member, go into the system and and submit a, a, a trouble ticket or help, help ticket, if you will. Um, do what we call a, a CRM, um, a, a customer relation, customer relations management, uh, t- help ticket. Okay. And so by submitting that, that will go to your, your S1 or okay. G1 level and they can refer the assist you and take care of your, whatever issue you may having in, um, whether this could be something that's related to what you talked about your EFMP and, right. and we can work with that from there. Or it could be something even technical. You may be having issues with, with the system itself when you try to go in and glitching get, or shutting glitching down your orders. Yeah. That's all there. And if we cannot take care of it from our level, the system allows us to push it up to a higher tier right. in, order for, in, order for, in, in order for it to get taken care of. But all in all, throughout this entire process, you will indeed be able to track it and see where it is that your 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 request is at. And you will get a, an answer eventually. That's good. So there is a solution for having issues or if it glitches, there will be support on, on standby or a way to submit a trouble ticket. Yes, so I did sir. not know that. That's, that's, that's really good to know. So overall, with the way we're moving forward uh, with technology and IPSA um, being the user interface type deal, how, what are the pros and cons that you, you two gentlemen uh, see with, when it comes to using IPSA? I'd say the cons are the language adjustment. So within within a system, we, we have to adjust to the terminology that we're utilizing. Um, are you talking about how a DA31 would be called something different? Yes. Okay. And then, you know, departments are basically our versions of organizations. So okay. in, in, in IPSA, they're called departments. And we, we know them as UICs. Oh, okay. So, so that's, that's interesting. Yes. Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good, sir. So when it comes to the... Um, the speed of you thinking it may be pushed or a delay because i understand like the website said um how release three was out things of that nature do you all see foresee it getting pushed any longer or you think it will be on time um being released for the general public to use being the soldiers ipsa is here it is absolutely here and as mentioned before about the potentially being um, released for all the users to be able to use on the 17th of january um this, this train is running, sir, and it's not stopping now that we now that we HR professionals have been, been in, the, in right. the system already for almost a month now. So um, it, I, I just know that, uh, as you mentioned before, things about if there's glitches, well, there will be glitches. It, will there exactly. be problems? There absolutely there have been some problems, but nothing of any magnitude that that says, oh, this was this is just a disaster. Right. No, mm-hmm. if, if anything, um we wanted to to have these these glitches come about now or problems come about now. Right, and that's how you solve them. Because we solve them and then as we move forward, I, I, I know I know that um this is gonna help us as a force to better take care of our customers, which is our soldiers. That's true. 
I, 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 you, you got me sold. So with that said, is there anything that you want our users to, to and our listeners to basically know uh, anything that you wanted to put out as well when it comes to uh, utilizing Ipsay or the way forward with it? So utilizing Ipsay, it's, it's said to be extremely intuitive. So if they ever have uh, issues navigating uh, there are unlimited resources that are put out there. Like, you know, earlier you spoke about uh, uh, YouTube channels. They have Facebook pages dedicated to it. Right. They have manuals. So um, in addition to the the, the so resources that we'll push out to the, the forest, there are already available um, uh, resources available to uh, personnel to refer to if they have, you know, questions or concerns about navigating within the system. Gotcha. I appreciate your time, gentlemen. As we come to an end, I wanted to thank you both, uh, Mr. Cannon and Chief Bollinger, for helping me to get a better understanding, not just myself, but also the listeners of what EPSA is, uh, the way forward, uh, the many uses that you can have utilizing this system, how there's going to be name changes. So don't get too comfortable because if you know as a 4187 or a DA31, it's going to be called something different when it comes to IPSA. So that's good to kind of foreshadow and, and get our listeners to kind of be on the same wavelength when it comes to YouTube professionals um, and also understanding the pros and cons. So most importantly, I think our listeners were able to understand the purpose and the direction that IPSA, it's here, yes, it's it coming, and it's the way forward. So if you hadn't used it before, um, basically, you go to the website, you can learn from there. There's YouTube videos that I saw, as well as training manuals and your HR technicians also are able to provide training for your units and send you a copy of some training slides so you can kind of get spun up on that. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can give us a thumbs up, share this video, tag a person that you think would be uh, beneficial to learn and hear these two technicians talk about Ipsay. We have a YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as um, being able to listen to this podcast on all your favorite streaming platforms. Once again, Team 19, thank you for listening. Out. Oh.